I'm going to read you some quotes that I found on social media, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, whatnot. And these are all quotes that random people put on. So let's see. So I'm going to read you some quotes. Let's see. Life has taught me that you can't control someone's loyalty. One loyal friend is worth more than a thousand fake ones. Have the courage to be disliked. You just wrote and texting okay is a different kind of self-worth. I spent so many years, I spent so many heartbreaking years trying to explain and justify myself to friends that really didn't have the emotion, intelligence, or empathy to understand me. Repeat after me. This is my last year of tolerance less than I deserve. Hang out with people who fit your future, not your past. Manipulation can very much seem like love. Some talk to you in their free time and some free their time to talk to you. Learn the difference. So what do all these things have in common? I'll tell you. Every one of them were written by women. You know, just like everybody else, when I have free time, I'm flipping around on my phone, flipping around on Instagram, on Facebook, you know, whatever. And I see these quotes and I read them and I sometimes I just read them and pass them. But in the last like week or two, I'm reading them and, and, and you know, noticing it. Sometimes it takes something to snap and, and notice. And I notice the friendship quotes, the loyalty quotes, the um, friends quotes, the toxic quotes, the whatever the case may be. They're all posted by women. I mean, the majority of them are, you know, guys will do funny stuff or put in things about their hobbies or political stuff. Political stuff is kind of across the board. Women and men do both of that, you know, but an overabundance of this loyalty, friendship, toxic posts are for women or from women rather. And I thought to myself, why, why, why are they so concerned? Why are they so concerned? And then I had to actually do some research and think a bit and come to my own conclusion. And I think my conclusion is pretty accurate um, because other YouTubers had made videos about this that I didn't even realize. And there have been journal articles written about this. Sociologists, psychologists, psychiatrists, writing basically about the psychology of women. So why are they so concerned with loyalty, friendship, their social milieu, if you, if you will? Why are they so concerned about it and, and men aren't? Men really, you never really hear men talk about their loyalty from their friends or or their uh, toxic friendship or um, somebody stabbed them in the back or whatnot, or being offended from what a friend said. I mean, myself, for example, um, the two guys that I still keep in touch with 
from childhood months could go by without talking to each other and I'll pick up the phone or they'll pick up the phone and we'll give each other a call and it'll be like nothing happened. And it's like, okay. And we'll catch up and maybe we make plans to get together. Maybe we don't, but neither one of us are obsessed with each other's friendship, but women are. And why is that? So I had to do some, I had to do some research, right? So We've talked about this before, but the majority of our instincts, what's hardwired into us comes from primitive man. That's our early development and that's what developed our instincts to today. So from an evolutionary perspective, the good opinion of friends to women, the social circles really dictated if they were gonna survive or not, right? So. If you are part of a village, if you will, think about being in a primitive society. If you're part of a village and you have children or you're pregnant, right? And the men are out hunting and gathering and trying to bring back resources and food and uh, whatever else they need to survive to help their family survive. Well, your survival depends on that social group around you, the other women around you. They will help each other with the children. It's like that expression, it takes a village to raise a child, right? Well, back then it was very true, okay? If something happened and you were ostracized from that group and you were pushed out of that group, you were dead. Your children were dead. You couldn't survive. You couldn't survive without being dependent on your man, your husband, and you couldn't survive without being dependent on the social group around you. So their biggest fear, a woman's biggest fear is being ostracized from her group, from her social group. And not only is it her biggest fear, but if a woman has several social groups, maybe uh, she has a work group, maybe she has the girls she went to high school with, uh, maybe she has a, a new hobby, I don't know, some kind of hobby girls do, uh, you know, yoga class, anything like that, and they have that group. Well, the more social groups and the more groups that a woman fits in and does well with, the more value she has, or at least the more value she thinks she has, that gives her value. Um, there's a uh, YouTuber, but he's not only a YouTuber, he's actually a very accomplished author, filmmaker, um, novelist. His name is Gonzalo Lira. I think he has, I think it's, uh, he's American, but his, his ancestry was, they're from Chile. He calls this women's kryptonite. And it's kind of funny because it kind of is, right? Because if a woman is ostracized from her group, it is devastating, absolutely devastating to a woman. Um, right? So 
And then what happens is if, if it's their fault, they kind of has to have to justify what happened so the rest of the social group doesn't ostracize him. So they'll tell the story, but they'll tell the story in their terms. They won't tell the whole story. They'll pick pieces apart. They really won't be accountable because they're so afraid of, of everybody else going against them, ruffling the feathers of the group, not being part of that social construct, the, the social friendships that they have made over the years. But here's, here's the funny part. What they consider loyalty, what women consider loyalty, men don't even think about. So I'll give you an example. Here's an example. There's a group of four girls, let's say. Friends, been friends for years, maybe they went to high school together. Now let's say they're four married girls, whatever. And um, one of them gets pregnant. And that one tells three of the girls, I mean, I'm sorry, two of the girls that she's pregnant. But she doesn't tell that, that one girl that she's pregnant. Instead, the girl she told calls the girl that doesn't know and says, hey, did you hear so-and-so is pregnant? No, I didn't. How did you find out? Well, she told me. Well, why didn't she tell me? And they are extremely offended over this. I mean, extremely. It is like deep, offensive language to hear that your friend told another friend this intimate detail about her life being pregnant and didn't tell you. And she will be completely and totally offended. And instead of calling her up and saying, hey, how come you didn't tell me? They'll go on social media and they'll put one of those posts up that I read because it weighs on them so heavily throughout the day that they need social media as an outlet to express how they feel because women and pay attention, this is very true. Women are a slave to their emotions. It is extremely true. It should be on a t-shirt. I should get that on a t-shirt. You know, women will deny this and they'll say, no, I don't need anybody. I don't need anybody. But if you put so much pressure and you've put so much emphasis on telling people that you don't need anybody, you don't need to be accepted. One of the quotes I think I said was, um, learn to be disliked, right? I mean, any well-balanced man could give two shits whether somebody likes him or not, right? I don't care. I got another friend that likes me. I don't care if you don't like me. It is not what we're, what men care about, right? But if, if a woman puts so much emphasis in describing how she doesn't care about somebody disliking her, well, that tells me that she really cares about somebody disliking her because they'll say things like, Oh, I'll just cut people right out of my life. I don't, 
I don't care. If, if you if you are toxic or if you are not on my page, I will cut people out of my life. Uh, I've cut people out of my life and I don't even think about it. I don't even realize I've cut them out of my life. They say something I don't like. They do something I don't like. Never talk to them again. Problem solved. It's not like that with women. The value of belonging to that social atmosphere or that social group or whichever one it is that they choose to, it's very, very, very important to them that they are liked. So much so that if they don't know the intimate details of what they consider a close friend, they're extremely offended. You, why wouldn't you tell me? We're friends. I'll give you another example. Same group of four girls. Three of the girls go out to dinner with their husbands. Well, what happened? Well, that one girl finds out that they, she wasn't invited. Wow. Devastating. Devastating to that woman. Do you know how many times I have friends that went out with their wives and I wasn't invited? I don't know how many times because I don't give a shit. Because it doesn't even dawn on me. It doesn't even dawn on me. A man could kill us. You know, I'll be talking to I'll be talking to a friend of mine. Hey, what's up? What'd you do this weekend? Oh, me and so and so. We went to here. We went here. We went here. I don't sit there and go, "Well, how come I wasn't invited? Why didn't you invite me?" He's like, "All right, cool. Next time, count me in." But you take that scenario and you put it in a woman's situation, and it is highly, highly offensive. And they, they actually view that as backstabbing, not being loyal, not being a good friend. Um, they take great, great offense to it. Now, why does Gonzalo Lira call this women's kryptonite? Because it's really, really funny. Funny, sad, but true. Unfortunately, that's how women are manipulated by threatened, threatening their social construct. Okay, so let me explain. This is so devastating to a woman that in a, in, in a girl's early years, in her early teens, 13, 14, 15, 16, junior high school, high school days, if, if they are ostracized by their group, that girl's suicidal. It's the end of days. And there have been, these poor girls have had killed themselves over this. It happens all the time and it's sad. It's extremely sad and terrible. It's a terrible tragedy. It is hardwired into them. There's, there's really not much they could they could do about it. As, as family members, you can try to console them and whatnot. But if they are outed by their group, then it is really, really difficult. If a boy is outed by their group, I mean, it's no walk in the park, right? If you do something uh, that, if you do something that pisses off the guys, most of the time, it's not going to piss off every guy. Right? Most of the time, most guys don't really care. Maybe it'll piss off one guy, so on and so forth. I don't talk to him anymore, blah, 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 whatever. 
but, but men don't really operate that way. But if there is a situation where a guy is outed, I mean, nobody likes it. It's not, a, it's not a picnic. Nobody likes it. But you'll survive. You'll be fine. And it, that goes back to the evolutionary reason. Why? Because a man can survive on his own. He can hunt on his own. He could gather on his own. He could reproduce again. All right, so, so what do you mean this is how women are manipulated? Okay, so let's just take a couple of examples. All right, Charles Manson, right? That sicko. What did he basically do? He basically took women that were outcasts. They were runaways. They were, these were young girls that had no social um, atmosphere around them. They had no friends. They had no family. And he brought them in and he said, I'll give you family. Come stay with me and my family. He even referred to it as the Manson family. Come stay with me. Come be with me. Come practice and learn what I am going to teach you. And they did. And they, he had a group of young people, majority of them were girls, that would literally and did kill for him. Because he threatened them with ostracizing them. If you don't believe what I believe and what, what this group believes, then you don't belong here. And that is the single most threatening thing in a woman. I mean, pimps do it, right? A pimp takes a young girl, a runaway, an outcast, takes him in, and what does he do? Introduces them to the other girls, buys them a little something, takes them out to eat, shows them that he cares a little bit. Well, now you're part of this little family, little structure we got here, right? Look, I care about you. Bought you that nice dress, so on and so forth. And he will threaten them with ostracizing them, outing them. And this, this is such a threat that these girls will literally go out, sell their bodies for this man, come back and give them all their money. And they're glad to do it just to be in the good graces of what they consider that one social construct, that one social group of people that they have, that they're dying to be belong to, right? Here's a funny story. My wife, uh, she owns a hair salon, hair and nail salon. And she's, she's quite successful, my wife. Um, she's good at what she does, actually. Well, she's been open for, what, five years? In five years, she had to fire two girls. You know how my wife fires them? <laughs> she doesn't fire them. Do you know what she does? If there's a girl that she doesn't like, that's not producing, whatever the case may be, she just isolates them from the rest of the group. She'll eat lunch with the other girls, not with her. She'll talk about intimate details about her life with the other girls, not her. They'll go out on a Friday night for drinks, not invite her. And then inevitably what happens? The woman quits because she can't stand it. She can't stand the fact that she's not part of the group of work at work. She did this twice. <laughs> and I said, to her, why don't you just fire? Why go through the... Hassle. 
And she'll justify it by saying things like, oh, I don't want to pay, I don't want to pay more taxes for unemployment. Or she'll justify it somehow like that. But this is how they do it. And my wife's group of girls that work for her, they're a small group of girls. I think there's four of them. But they're more friends and family than a guy running a business. They text each other all day, even when they're not working. They talk to each other. They depend on each other, so on and so forth. It's like this social group that she's constructed. And there's even a hierarchy, right? There's even a hierarchy. There's a woman that has been doing hair for 40 years that works for my wife. And she's like, you know, the queen bee, right? And then there's my wife. She's, she's, she's the boss. She's the owner. But there's the queen bee, right? She's been there for a long time. And you know who you are if you're watching this. And then there's the other two girls. Um, and one girl uh, uh, kind of comes right underneath my wife, who is uh, uh, a really good hairdresser. And then there's the other girl who works like part-time because she has a, a husband and kids and whatnot. So she comes in. And this is hierarchy and they get to, and they, they work well together. But if my wife hires one person and she's not in sync, oh boy, she's gone. And that's how she does it. It's, it's actually really, really, it's really interesting. So I don't know why that, that I was obsessed with doing this video. Um, but basically that's how women operate. I think, I think why I was obsessed with doing this video. Well, not obsessed, interested. I was interested in doing this video because men don't understand. You know, like uh, I'll come home from work or my wife will come home from work and they'll start talking this gossip. Do you know what so-and-so did? And you just said, oh, God. And, 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 and some guys, some guys actually will try to tell her, what, what, why do you still talk to this girl? If she drives you crazy, don't talk to her anymore, right? And they'll try to reason with it because that's what a guy would do. Some guy pisses them off. I don't talk to him anymore. But it's different with a woman. Uh, I mean, all you have to do is watch one of the housewife shows. <laughs> this is exactly what happens, right? But... Um, so inevitably what happens is, why are there so many posts like that? Because they were hurt for whatever reason, whatever catty reason, they carry it all day around and then they their outlet is posting it on Instagram or Facebook or Twitter. And then you get posts like I just showed you or read to you rather on my phone. And it's just really, really interesting to say the least to how women operate because it is completely different how men operate and the differences between the sexes are extreme, extreme. But it's like God's joke. There's two polar opposites, men and women. They do things completely differently, but you know, in order to survive, you guys gotta get together and procreate. <laughs> and get along <laughs> but anyway that's it for me guys so um listen please subscribe uh share comment the last three videos or so i've been serious because i've been doing a lot of goofy stuff but we're going to get to the goofy stuff again and again i'm going to have a lot more uh interesting 
I got, I got a couple of interesting uh, interviews coming up. You know, it should be pretty cool. All right, guys, listen, have a good night and I'll see you next time. Later.